It's 7 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the sports phone. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. First February 2021 edition of the Sports Phone. Jerry, I'm this. Well, I'm Jerry. I'm in Portland. Jim's in the Philo Studio. Jim, we're into February. It's our first uh, first February show of the year. How's it going? It's going good. Did did it? Did you notice I played the cheesy song longer than usual or not? No, I didn't. It's <laughs> seemed seemed about normal. But hey, I don't really keep track of it. I just kind of wait for it to fade out. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good song. I, I still think we made the right decision. We, we didn't go through a lot of songs to get to that one, but I think we definitely made the right decision with with that. Well, I'm 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 good. The weather. Uh, we're on a break from uh, you know an inch of rain a day, and and um, I'm feeling better after you know recovering from surgeries and uh, mm-hmm. feeling stronger, starting to move my hands around again so i'm excited this is the closest i've ever had to a sports injury not related to sports oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no you're you're on the, the the recovery for sure i guess it's i don't know i feel i don't know if i should save my update for next week or if i should say it now oh uh, you should you should probably wait you think, wait tell week, everyone you sure. tell everyone you got a dog now Oh, 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 tell them now. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, I wasn't sure where to go. But yeah, I guess my big update if, while we're in the kind of the preamble part of the show is on Monday, I will be adopting a puppy. I will be driving to Vancouver, Washington, which is just about 10 minutes away, and I'll be picking up a puppy uh, that is uh, en route starting tomorrow uh, from a rescue in Houston, Texas. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Getting a little little, uh, little Australian cattle dog pit bull mix. Uh, very excited. Uh, it's going to be the first dog I've owned on my own. And uh, I think you trained me well, though. I think uh, I think I'm in good hands. <laughs> You've had a few at home with us, but let me tell you, uh, parents out there, if if, uh, if your kids are getting ready to go to college or graduate from high school, anything like that, you may think it's you, your kid goes away to college and you you sort of losing them, but then they you know they come back and when they buy a house and get a dog in Portland, I'm starting to feel like we're never going to see Jerry again. You're coming up <laughs> like two weeks later. You're coming up here to see me. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, uh, Jared, let's, oh, well, let's get started. Oh, well, yeah. More, more updates on the dog, I imagine, as we go. I'll have an update next week, probably. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Sports Phone uh, here on KZYX. If you're new to the show, very simply put, we're all about sports. This is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I just want to talk about sports. Whatever it is, wherever it is going on in the world, we just want to talk about it. Whatever bizarre topics the callers want to bring up or you want to talk about mainstream sports, we don't really care. We just want to talk about sports for the next 40, excuse me, 50 minutes, 55 minutes or so. 
So we're looking forward to taking your calls as we get rolling into the show here. So we're going to open up the lines in just a little bit. But first, we have a, uh, a guest to talk to, a returning guest, one of our regulars. Uh, Jim, why don't you go ahead and set the stage and let's uh, get rolling here. All right, I'm going to set the stage. I, I like stats. I like, I like record breakers. And I just want to go over some guest stats here. By far, no one will ever question that our beloved Paul McCarthy called the most times in a row and we were in the hundreds let's not get into that right now we spent a couple of weeks talking about our, be our our love of paul mccarthy we have vince lee who is probably our most frequent caller um because you know we encourage him to do double and quadruple right. and uh dipping every right. week and but right now we have noah gold the athletic director from mendocino high school and all around good guy and I think the record he has on the sports phone is he's been the most off our, our most frequent interviewed guest and co-host. So with that, welcome back, Noah. All right. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Oh, it's always always good to hear your voice. Oh, Noah, yeah. how am I going to do with a dog? You know me pretty well. How's that going to go? You're going to crush it, Jerry. <laughs> I haven't seen you uh, You drop the ball in a long time. I think I think you're, you're ready for it, and you got a house. And you got a card, and you're ready to go. So, good <laughs> that, luck. All right. Oh, thank you. I'm excited, Jim. I, I know you uh, wanted to get Noah on because there, there was stuff you wanted to talk about uh, with the local COVID updates. So I will hand the uh, hand the baton back to you and let you go from here with this. I have mixed feelings, you know, Jerry. You. You know, how long are we going to hear the same things about COVID? You know, it was getting old after two months, and now we're into seven, eight, nine, or whatever, in 12 months, 11 months. Uh, so um, what I want from Noah tonight is he said he got together with the athletic directors from the local league. And our local league, NCL3, is Point Arena, Mendocino, yada, 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 Laytonville, um, Anderson Valley. And what is happening, Noah? through the remainder of the school year because of COVID, what's happening to competitive athletics? A great question. You know, as you gentlemen know, you've been following it. Uh, it's a pretty fluid thing, but some boundaries got set, as I'm sure you covered last week. You know, we're able to participate in certain sports based on the you know county tiers. Now we're in purple. So for Mendocino, what that means is, is that we can now offer, and we did make the announcement that we're offering golf, tennis, and track. Um, so, finally, after, like you said, a year, uh, to see that sport has an opportunity to come back and the green light has been given, that's huge. I mean, that is a, that's been a long, long, long wait. And so it's nice that the sports that got first taken out by COVID will be the first ones to return, and I think that that's a real cool thing. So. Can so you... that's what Mendocino's offering. Yeah. Um, and everybody else in the league, I believe, that both Point Arena and Round Valley won't offer sports until kids are back in the classroom. And at this point, that date isn't set. Uh, but everyone's working toward that in some form. Um, I know that Anderson Valley uh, may offer uh, tennis, but I think they have to get their approvals. And Laytonville, I believe, is going to wait for the tier to go down to red, and they're going to have a baseball cohort until, until it's time to start their season, which hopefully that can occur. So. What happens when it goes down to red, Noah? Just just be real clear. I believe red is baseball, softball, and girls lacrosse. You know, I, don't, I think it's a sport involved that 
CMC, but baseball and softball being huge. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people that are going to want that to come back as well. So one thing I will say, and I'll preface this to your listeners, is bigger schools have a different have a different go of it than the little schools. So if you uh, want to know specifically about your child and your school, I highly recommend everybody call directly to their own athletic director um, because people are doing – there's a little bit of fluidity inside of these the purple tier, and they want to bring cross-country in, and so – um, I always recommend that, uh, you know, you call your schools to get the, the, that's what we got. Noah, do you have any sense yet, or it might, might just be too soon, um, what you think participation is going to look like? Like, do you have the sign up sheet five pages long with, with Bendo, uh, to, to start playing these sports or are you still trying to kind of feel out how interested you think the kids are going to be? That's a great question, Jerry. I can base it. It's a hard thing because, as we know, we've been living with COVID. And like I think Jim just mentioned, it's like so much more can happen for us the better it gets. So everybody sits in line and waits for things to get better. And so you have your optimists that are going to think that, you know, if they start to feel more comfortable, I think if the county numbers drop, then I think participation is going to increase. To answer the question a little more directly, at least for Mendocino, I made the announcement on a Thursday, and, you know, I already know of at least three or four kids that have already responded and that are going to participate. Um, so I, I'm, I'm happy about that. What my phone numbers will be, I don't know. And I also know that, you know, right now it's only beginning of February. We're not going to start our season until March 1st. So that gives people hmm. almost a month, three weeks to, you know, feel it. And at Mendocino, our goal is just really to get the kids out of their homes and onto the course or onto the court or onto the field and to be with their friends and the exercise. And, you know, we are allowed to compete, and, but we're going to take that after. Everything is really like more than ever before. I think you're just mm-hmm. going to take it one step at a time. You so, to do so, it. so to clarify, just to clarify that last thing you said there, no. So the idea is like, let's get them on the, on the course, let them practice or get them on the tennis court, whatever you want to say. And, and then, deal with are we actually going to play other schools exactly a little bit further down the road that's what you were getting out there absolutely absolutely okay. absolutely because everyone's coming out for the first time you know we haven't run sports in like i said a long time so right uh and i think it's also i also want to preface that i think it's probably an entirely different uh at a large school i think if you have a school of 500 to 800 to 900 or bigger um, it's a totally different animal than us little schools. Um, you're going to have your numbers. You're going to have cohorts. You're going to have a lot of people. You're going to have. It's going to be a bigger deal. There's going to be a lot more. But when you have a school of 100 to 170, um, it'll be it'll be a slow build. But I'm optimistic, and like I said, I'm an optimist. I think the numbers are going to drop, and participation will go up. People will feel more comfortable. There's tons of CDPH. Uh, health guidelines that are put into place. So, you know, when we say we're coming back, we're not coming back like it was before. You know, people will be masked. You know, they have have protocols for all of it now. And so we'll follow those and hopefully provide a killer experience. And things will just keep getting better from there. I'm an optimist too, Noah, and, and you and I have talked about so, we've talked, I can't remember, I don't think there's anything in sports we haven't talked about in, in the last 15 years, it seems like. And I, I, 
I'm amazed that we have as many people as we had playing sports in Mendocino before COVID even hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one year we said over 50% of the kids were playing something. And I, I think, oh, yeah. We had, I, I think we said that once. Really, we did. We did the math, and we figured out that half of the student body participated in a sport, which I thought was a great number. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's, so we are optimistic in, in that way, but... But we have something to base it on is um, once protocols slow down, whether it's in two months or two years, we're going to see um, athletics back. That, that's my optimism. I, I just I, I'm done trying to figure out a schedule. That's I, I, I was thinking we were out for three weeks when it first started last March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, no doubt. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be you know it's like uh, taking babies. You know, right yeah. now things are open. Uh, people are getting paperwork in. Kids are getting their physicals, and uh, we're gonna. You know, it'll be slow. It'll be a slow build, I believe, but it'll build, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, we've been waiting for this day for a long time. So, um, for real, you, you take what you can get. You take what you can get, and we'll do it. Well, no, outside of the school stuff, I always like to do this with some of our regular kind of returning guests. How, how you doing? You, you gonna? You haven't you ready for ready for a Super Bowl? How you doing in the, in the sports right. world, just in general? Sports world is I'm loving my Knicks. Thanks, I got some hope. Uh, I love much of them. Now you know you guys can take your shots. Your Lakers fans, you could you could. It's still apples and oranges, but it does. It gives me joy to see uh, some pieces come together there. And in all honesty, I know it's the biggest football uh, weekend. I can't, I'm not connected to either one of these teams. And so I'm going to enjoy it. But I definitely, as a New York Giants fan, I'm going to root for KC to beat up Tampa Bay and they just thump, thump Brady. That's what I want. That's what I'm going to be, that's going to be my thing. Like, can they sack Brady? And then that'll be my little mini Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that's, it. That's more details than a lot of our callers are going to talk about the Super Bowl today. <laughs> that's, I don't know what that says about my character, but I don't know. I know he's the greatest. He's the most accomplished uh, quarterback, and I get it, and he's amazing. But when you're a Giants fan, there's this special place in your heart, as you can imagine, hmm. and uh, that's that's the, the energy in which I'll watch the Super Bowl. The, the, the special place in the, just that the Giants were the one team that figured him out, right? Like they were the one team that seemed like they had Brady's number. Whenever they played them, and, and it's 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 cool. Two and zero. Twice this Twice year. In the Super Bowl. You talking about this year? No, no. Wait, over the no, course no. of the oh, the go, Super Bowls. Go. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah, the course of the Super Bowls. Oh, all right, all right. Oh boy. Uh, all right, Noah. Let's let's move on, Jerry. We got a lot to talk about here tonight. That that was a great update, Noah. Remember, you're still our sixth man here. Jerry hasn't been sick and called in sick in a while. No, I, you guys are strong. I'm waiting for the call, though. I'm always ready. I'm in game shape. So if you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you can't make it, I'll jump on that. I hope the, I hope the time that you fill in for Jerry, we can do it at the studio because there's nothing more fun than that, doing it together. I hope Hopefully we can do that ne uh, the next time. I agree. 2021. All right. All right, gentlemen. Have a great night, and thank you. See you, Noah. Thanks, Noah. You know, Jim, it's funny. I didn't realize this until Noah mentioned it. I, he, I think he downplayed it a little bit. If the playoffs started today, the Knicks would be in the playoffs. Oh, jeez. I, 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 I didn't realize that they were doing that good. I thought that they were kind of on the going in the right direction. But if the playoffs started, to, I mean, they're 10 and 13. So, take, you know, take that as so you want. So, they're eighth but, place in the East? 
Yeah, if you go off of tiebreakers, they would be the eighth place team in the East and uh, and would be in the playoffs right now. So that's that's kind of cool. You know, I'm, it's been a while since the Knicks have I'm, been semi relevant. I'm guessing that Noah has been down in the dumps so long with the Knicks that he doesn't even know if the playoffs started today. <laughs> That the Knicks would be in. I I only say that from experience. There There's those, not a lot to be excited about with the Knicks recently. No, but what I'm saying is when when, when the Lakers took their dive after Shaq, um, when you know they were rebuilding, right? I, I just forgot. I didn't even think about the playoffs for a while, and all of a sudden one year I said, "Oh, they're going to be back in." So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's too early to do that. Do you want to jump into the Super Bowl, or do you want to get? Well, yeah, I think we can dive into that a little bit. Uh, the number to call, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Phone lines are open, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring. We're happy to talk sports. Whatever you want to talk about, as long as it's sports-related, we're here to listen about listen to it and give our opinions. So give us a call, 707-895-2448. Uh, I do want to knock out on this day in sports real quick. Oh, cool. Jim, and, Jim and I happen to have the exact same decision because we thought it was – probably the most notable thing on here uh, on February 5th, 1921, the New York Yankees purchased 20 acres in the Bronx, which eventually would become Yankee stadium. One of the most iconic sports venues, I think in all of sports, not just in baseball, like you go across the sports world. Yankee stadium is up there just in terms of the most iconic locations. I don't know if we've ever had that conversation. That'd be kind of fun, Jim. Uh, yeah, iconic the, sports venues. Yeah. I, w- I was a kid. Um, I don't remember if my mom's sister known as aunt Janet. Um, she would take us on little ventures in New York city. Cause that's where she lived. And we would visit my, my mom's mom. Um, Janet was still living with them, and she would take us to Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium. So I, I have been there. I just can't. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I can't remember. A long, long time ago. I think before I was 10, I was going to Yankee Stadium. But, yeah, that one, I like it when we pick the same one and we don't even know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and let's take a call. You're on the air, live. I like it when we pick the same one. Hello. Hey, hello, guys. How are we doing? Turn that radio down. Hey, go Vince. I, I did. I did. Alrighty. I just got it. Sorry about that. little delay on my end. Yeah. Um, so, I got to say, yes, the Yankee Stadium purchase was a big event in this day in sports, but you're telling me that the very first ever <laughs> Winter Olympics, 1924, in Chamonix, uh, France, wasn't a big sporting event? It's a big deal. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it, that's not a, a big deal. Yeah, that's that's a big one. I but I just I was just drawn to Yankee Stadium. The the allure of Yankee Stadium was what got me there. I I agree. I, I agree. saw. I, I, I had that one first. I, I saw yeah. it after. I, for some reason, I either missed it. What year was? Uh, it was nineteen twenty four for the first Winter yeah. Olympics. So I, I I stopped looking after nineteen twenty one. So I never saw it. <laughs> well, well, they, yeah. I, I actually saw the Yankee Stadium one too, and thought that was pretty, uh, pretty good. But uh, once you guys said it, obviously, I had to go in a different direction. Yeah. So, well, um, well, uh, good, good stuff from Noah. There, glad to hear that. Uh, if kids want to, they can start participating again locally, and, and at least something. Uh, that's that's huge. Did you? But before we get into. Uh... Jerry, Jerry, I think it's a good time before we get more calls that you introduce what you wanted to talk about 
about the Super Bowl. Well, I want to let Vince talk about what he wants to talk about. Oh, I thought he was done. Go ahead, Vince. Oh, I, Jerry, if you have a good topic, roll with it, buddy. I, I mean, it might roll into what I was going to talk about. Well, I, I was. I mean, the thing I, I was thinking about talking about tonight was I, I don't consider myself a football expert by any means. So I wasn't. I, I don't think I can bring a lot to the table, like analyzing the Super Bowl in terms of analyzing Tom Brady versus. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers and that part of it. But what I do think I can talk about a little bit is I know television and I know the media and I and I have been infatuated with football stats and excuse not football stats, Super Bowl stats and, and viewer statistics and revenue stuff. And it just always baffles me how big the Super Bowl is. And there's a lot of different conversations about that. So I would I want I was gonna talk about that, but Vince, if you had something else you wanted to bring up. I, by all means, whatever you want to say. Well, that, that, that has to do with the Super Bowl. So we can, uh, if, there, if you have another calls, I'm interested in where you want to go with it because neither you nor Jim are really football guys. So I could sit here and talk, you know, X's and O's all day, but I'd rather take a different angle and, and see where that goes. My, so go ahead, Jer. Here's my starting point with this because I think, I think we, I, I want to put perspective into. Super Bowl viewership and Super Bowl popularity because I, I think it's important to set a, like a baseline here, and this and, and I think the best way to do this is with money and with viewership numbers. So in 2016, a 30 second ad in the Super Bowl cost 4.5 million dollars, which gave them access to an average audience of 111.8 million viewers. That same year, an Oscar ad, so 30 seconds in the Academy Awards, cost less than or cost almost let half of that at 1.9 million uh and with only 34.4 million viewers so if you look at the super bowl versus the oscars the super bowl is way more popular and and, and is made way more expensive so i have other numbers as well but i guess just as a starting point reaction to the super bowl again not as the as the game like talking about the game but the Super Bowl as an event, what what stands out to you about it? Anybody? I I'll, open the door for that question. I'll go first. And and um, to me, not following football at all, I, I've been more, um, I mean, watch football as a game. I've been more interested in watching the Super Bowl as an event. And, and where, where are you going for the Super Bowl? What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Um, who do you get to go, go to the Super Bowl with? I've been more interested in asking people that in the last 15 years than I have who's playing, who's winning, all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm still amazed in the why it's become such a spectacle. A, a, almost a holiday. I mean, it's not an official holiday, but uh, the statistics will show that people do something as much as they do on Easter or, or Christmas yeah. if... if yeah. On Super Bowl Sunday. And I don't even I don't think it is just people that like the Super Bowl. So um hold on callers for, for a second. I want to get Vince's take on, on that. The phones are ringing off the hook. So so Vince, where do you want to go with this? And if we miss miss you No, this is perfect. I I'll use a great example is I went to a Super Bowl party at your house one time and right. there was what, maybe five myself and maybe four of Jerry's friends, so yeah. five or six of us actually watching the game. And out of, out of all of us, maybe half of us actually cared about the outcome. <laughs> and then there were the adults in the other room who were literally just enjoying themselves and having a moment. 
So less than 25% of the people at your house that night actually cared about the Super Bowl. It is is amazing how this has turned into such a social event where maybe 25% of the 111 million people watch it actually care about the outcome of the game. Vince, that is is a great statement. That is such a good statement. I I want to take this other call and, and, and see what these people say and then give us a call back. You got it, guys. Thanks. Hello, you're on the air with the sports phone. Yeah, hey, Jim. I was planning to come to your house for Super Bowl this year, this week. <laughs> it's we haven't done it since Jerry was in eleventh grade. I'm sorry, we're we're closed. <laughs> oh no no no, man! I heard it was going to be the big super spreader of the of the of the county, man. <laughs> Boy, there's a go whole... to Jim's house and watch some TV. There's... No, uh, the Super Bowl is a funny thing. Now, I, I recall distinctly, and I've seen him and I've not seen him and stuff. Like, uh, one time I went over to a friend's house, and it was really cold. It was a really strange winter. It was Southern California. It was really, really, really colder than usual. And there was, like, they didn't want to make a fire, and there were only a few people there. <laughs> and it was amazing because there was one guy there, the guy who my friend's roommate, it was crazy about the Super Bowl, and it was so cold. We're so bundled up, and this guy's in shorts and a T-shirt and jumping up and down, and it was so much fun to watch that game with this guy. I didn't know even who was playing going in, coming over for the to watch the game and hang out, but I had such a good time just because of this guy. Well, he got answer, me so jacked up for a- the game. Answer me this, Bert, and I want to see if Jerry's statistic and Vince. I think Jerry, you agreed with Vince. Not sure, but. What percent? How many people were there? You're saying one person. How many people were there that didn't ca- care about the game? Um, there was one person, and then uh, me and three other adults. So there were four people there, three of which lived there, <laughs> and we were all watching the game. But only this one guy was really pff, way into the game, and it, it got me excited about the game. I enjoyed it, and. Since then, like when I moved from here um, a little over a decade ago uh, to San Francisco, and we didn't have, uh, I didn't realize that you could actually get broadcast TV in the city with like rabbit ears, and we didn't have a hookup at the time. And so I went down to a local bar, which is like a a tiki bar, kind of a well-known tiki bar amongst that crowd out in the uh, outer Richmond district. And I would watch the World Series over there, and that was like the year that the Giants, for the first time, took the World Series. Now, I never knew that that was a statistic because I'm from Los Angeles, and back when I was a kid and the Dodgers did what the Giants, almost what the Giants just did uh, with World Series, the Giants were always the team to play and always the team to beat. They were always great. I had no idea they never won the World Series before. I mean, since New York. It's funny, to go off of this conversation of uh, people attending Super Bowl parties that don't (laughs) watch the game, uh, I had an experience in college once where me and a couple of my buddies, we got together to watch the game, and uh, anyone that had a girlfriend decided they were going to have their own Super Bowl party where they had the game on in the background but literally didn't watch a minute of it. So that we they realized that they were going to be in the way of the people, of the guys that were into the game, so they just decided to have their own party totally separate where they didn't even watch the game. They just happened to have it on in the background. 
Jerry, usually, so I, I remember that. Uh, Jerry, usually I'm you're calling me when I say stuff that I can't prove. You you call me out on that all the time. Do you know for a fact? Did you just say that more men watch the Super Bowl than women? Do you know that? That's for a not fact? at all what I said. You said something about girlfriends I, I, not watching the game. I, 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 I so said, said the guys that, that had it, girlfriends it, just would have their own party. Oh, oh I okay. said that the group of guys that had girlfriends decided that they didn't oh. want to watch the game with us and oh. had their own Super Bowl party. Not individual ones, but oh, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Do we know that stat of, of, of those millions? I don't know. That's a good, that's a good stat. That's a good question, well, but I, well, I don't, I don't know the speaking, stat. Speaking of stats, I'm just guessing I could be wrong. I'm just guessing that viewership pandemic viewership for the Super Bowl is going to be really high. I'm guessing. Yeah, I agree. So twenty, so twenty twenty, the twenty twenty Super Bowl drew an average of about a hundred million viewers uh, in the United States. Worldwide, it was about a hundred and fifty million. So, well, curious, Burton, what do you think? Does it double? Do you think it's three hundred million in the pandemic, or less than that? <sighs> oh, I don't know. I I don't know if it'll double. I, yeah, not, I, I could see it getting I getting up get, to like two hundred I'm yeah. not convinced that 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 many Americans aren't going to go to their Super Bowl parties, and, and I don't care what Democrats or Republicans. I don't. I don't think we're serious enough to to skip the Super Bowl. Seven zero seven eight nine five. And if that is the case, <laughs> then you know we we are just as a nation in a pandemic. We are just now recovering from the rebound. That Thanksgiving slash Christmas was right now. I know. Right now, the statistics are starting to flatten out, and so uh, darn, <laughs> just darn. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. I'd like to know your Super Bowl traditions, if they're going to be changed this year. And um, if Jerry and I can't figure it out, why this has become such an event when it's just a football game. Burton, thanks for I the call. A, well, well and, and also another thing, when you were talking about that earlier, about the awards show and the Super Bowl, these are both events that they turn out new commercials that are for the event. Oh, yeah. No they spend a lot of money, especially on the Super Bowl. They spend so much money producing commercials, and it's such a big deal that what Budweiser isn't doing a commercial. It's uh, Budweiser. So I got, I got, call, I got calls here. You the Olympics. Let me, okay, bye. let me take another one. Thanks, Burton. Whoops! As soon as I did that, they hung up. Give a call back seven zero seven. 895-2448. Jerry, I got a feeling you're such a stack guy. No matter what anyone says, you're going to have something for him. What? So I got a little game, Jim. I'm waiting for for some more calls. I think this will be fun. I think you could have a, you could have a good, you, you'll have a good time with this. Right. For the 2020 Super Bowl, can you tell me? Uh, how do we want to do this? What category of business? spent the most money on advertising so let me just think the 2020 super bowl what was it or excuse me last year whatever last, the last that, Super yeah Bowl. that was the last one was 2020 so yeah. i got another call i'm gonna take in a second but wouldn't that have been like just three weeks after the pandemic hit full speed it was the excuse me it was the 29th the, 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 the for, forget what when it was just right, the right, most right. recent super bowl Call you're on the air. Hello, Youngs. Tim Anderson. How are we doing? 
Hey, Tim. We're, we're trying to do... They're good. Uh, I don't really feel like the pandemic hit the North Coast until March, but... Um, so Super Bowl for me has been about, uh, like junk food. Like I remember getting to, we don't have TV and sports and so like we'd get together with the Pelmans and it was like the Ruffles and the onion oh, dip yeah. and the Doritos and actually the bigger congregation for watching was the commercials, <laughs> you know, oh, like man. they'd always release the new cutting edge or hilarious commercials during the Super Bowl because they were so expensive. So like the kids would be off running around and then like the commercials hit and then they'd come in and watch the commercials, kind of the exact opposite of what probably <laughs> um, the rest of America was doing. <laughs> I don't know. that. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not sure if Jerry's right. Vince is right. There may be one on one out of five, one out of four, one out of ten people at these Super Bowl parties that really care about the game. But I'm not saying that's not a good reason to go to a Super Bowl party. I, I still, I haven't figured it out. I've been watching it for 30 years. I, I've, and I remember hearing uh, some statistics at some point where the grocery store um, congregation and the the amount of food. In and out um, is only second to Thanksgiving, oh, as geez. far as the um, you know uh, buying snack foods and producing an event and a meal. Like it, it's it's right up there with Thanksgiving. You know, it's it's funny related to that. I remember one year I was actually at work uh, for the Super Bowl, and so we decided we were gonna. This is when I was living in Phoenix, and so we decided to bring uh, the Super Bowl party to the office because there was, I think, a group of us like five or six of us that had to work that day, and so I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Speaking of food, uh, to pick up our order, and I, I just got into a conversation with the hostess about what it takes what they're dealing with on, on on a normal super bowl and you have to book a table weeks in advance if you want to be there for the game they said it's far and away the most takeout they do on any day of any time of the year yeah the food the food element of the super bowl is, is bonkers i would say it goes wings pizza chips and dip are the three core elements you need for a good super bowl food like good Super Bowl food revolves around those two things. I'd say chips and dips has got to be one. Uh, it's, it's a, For, oh, I think wings are one. I think wings are number one. Oh, I, you've got to throw away. You got to throw wings all the time, though. Like yeah. so easy to throw out some Doritos I, I and guess. a bean dip or uh, Tim. I'm taking a phone's... dip with some <laughs> ruffles. I'm taking another. Uh, I'm guess. taking another call. You guys have lost Thanks, my Tim. interest with these kind of foods here. Thanks, Tim. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of like Christmas. I mean, we all yeah. celebrate Christmas. And originally, you know, it was kind of a, it's a Christian, I mean, originally it's a Christian holiday. Originally it was a pagan holiday. But I think the Super Bowl is the one time when people who couldn't care less about football are watching football. Uh-huh. And it's just a time when everybody gets together. You know, I've the the football memories that I have for the Super Bowl are mainly of people going, Who's playing now? <laughs> so what? What are the rules? You know, having to explain the rules and the intricacies to the, of the football game to everybody. So, and and yeah, a couple of years ago, my favorite 
recent memory of the Super Bowl was uh, we were watching it and they were on TiVo. And, uh, you know, so they would, they would pause it because they had all sorts of stuff going on. And, you know, this is a big party with people I don't know. And it's, a, <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're with all sorts of other people of other religions, sports religions. And, you know, you got some people who are, you know, this is the reason for the season and we are here to watch football. And then other people are like, ah, I'm agnostic about football. And uh, so I started watching the, the game on my uh, phone. And so I'm a few seconds ahead, and I'm like going, you know, I think they're going to do a, a pulling guard on this one and um, run a right-off tackle. And then, uh, you know, and, and for a few minutes there, I was just the amazing prognosticator of the game until I, I finally came clean. But, uh, yeah, it's the, it's, the, uh, it's, the, it's, it's the reason for the season, and it's a chance for everybody to come together and eat all sorts of really bad food and, you know, drink a lot and, and party, you know, it's, like I said, it's like Christmas agnostics and, and, uh, and the most religious alike can come together during Super Bowl. That, that, was, show, that was well put. Thanks, Dan. You know, interesting thing Dan said there, Jer, hmm. is that like Christmas, People celebrate it and don't necessarily know religiously what it really is. I I, I know yeah. that's a fact. And that's and right. I know Jewish people that celebrate Christmas just because it's a holiday to celebrate. That may be the answer to why people, so many people don't care about football. Dan may have hit it right on the note. It's just somehow it became a reason to party together. I don't know. Yeah. And, and there, there's no way that ships are more of a standard than wings and pizza. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. I, yeah, I think I think chips are a, a critical element, but I think yeah. they're number three on my list. Chips and dip is a critical element to a good Super Bowl buffet, but you got to have wings and pizza. Wings and pizza, are yeah. I think, are far and away number one and two. Um, okay, a couple other little things, because uh, I, I love numbers. You know I love talking about this stuff. Uh, last year's Super Bowl, there was almost $450 million spent in advertising. Uh, for the Super Bowl, fifty million dollars spent by the advertisers. Go ahead. Can you, Jim? Do you want to venture a guess? And we could do this a couple different ways. Uh, what the most, what brand category? Oh, that's the right. Most money was spent on in in last in the last Super Bowl. You asked me. Think the, very broad <laughs> categories here. Uh, soda, Coca Cola, Pepsi. So. Coca-Cola Pepsi would probably go in the snacks category, I would say. And there's no, that there's was no beverage, one, two, three, there's four, no five, six, seven, eight. Snacks was ninth, the ninth highest. Okay, ninth highest was snacks and we and so there there's there no, was six, 16 million dollars spent in snack advertising. Okay, I'm just going to keep guessing until someone calls in and we'll see if how close I get. What about alcohol? Alcohol is number 2. There was 42 million dollars spent in alcohol uh, advertising in last year's Super Bowl. Funniest thing about that, and by the way, sorry, we haven't said the number in a little bit, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Right now, we're just talking about the craziness that is the Super Bowl, the advertising around it, the culture around it. If you have a Super Bowl tradition, give us a call and tell us about it. Or if you want to talk about anything else sports-related, give us a call, 707-895-2448. And we do have, so, we do, we do have a call. And just oh, to summarize before I put them on, 
Beers number two. Chips, Alcoholic beverages. Alcohol, number two. Chips and snacks are number nine. Number nine. And is that the is that as far as we've gotten so far? That that's as far as we've gotten. I have one other little stat about and it, and then I want to get this caller on. All right, hello, caller. All right, hey guys, so, I like this topic. Oh, I, I love it. I'm going to get back in here on this one because I assume that chips and and soda are combined because Pepsi and Frito Lay are like they're one entity, so they're probably all nestled into one category. But they're and, only number right. nine. They're only number well, nine. Well, no, so, so, so that's, that's where this gets interesting. That That's where this gets really interesting, though, is if you look at the categories as a whole, snacks is number nine. But Pepsi Inc. spent the third most amount of money. Yeah. Ooh, that's a okay. clue. That's a clue of whatever, whatever else Pepsi is involved with. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, you could uh, – is Pepsi like water, Nestle water and, and – Frito-Lay, and, and I think they're also part of KFC and fast food. But they're still snacks. Go ahead, Vince. Take a guess. Give me something between one, either the number one industry that advertises or two through eight. What do you got? Well, I'm going to go with the... Let's go with automobile. Ooh. The automotive industry is far and away number one. Really? Not, and it's, ah, not, it's not even close. Go. Almost doubling the alcohol industry. All right. Wow. Give, give me the number three, Vince. You're on a roll here. Uh, clothing like denim. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't yeah, like see the, that on here. Uh, the the closest thing I say with that would be laundry detergent was actually number okay. seven. Uh, but oh, uh, but computers is actually number three. I, I'm not sure oh. what that entails. So I would say like Apple, Windows, like that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, sure. But but I did have one other interesting interesting little fact because uh, I like doing these comparison things of like yes snacks was number three, but but Pepsi or excuse me snacks was number nine but Pepsi spent the third most money. Can anyone want to take a stab at what industry what company has been the most prominent advertiser in the Super Bowl and over the last five years they have accounted for ten percent of the Super Bowl's ad revenue. Budweiser or Frito Lay? I'll take those two. So, okay, does the military fall into this at all as far as what they pay for their advertisements, or is that not in there at all? I didn't. It, it is not on this list. Okay, so then I will... Holy cow. Um, Toyota. So Jim was on the right track. He didn't get the brand totally right, but the owner of Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, okay. has, has spent has done 10 or excuse me accounted for 10 percent of ad revenue in each of the last five super bowls wow and anheuser-busch includes budweiser bud lime bud light bush light bush all the coronas Michelob. then a whole bunch of stuff in europe as well so it, it's all over the place as a as a as yeah. an vince keep, and, and the, keep going the, here vince the, and then i'm gonna take another call okay thanks guys okay oh i thought he was gonna stay with us um, hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hey guys, it's Dan McDonald. Dan McDonald, congratulations! I heard you had a child. Yeah. Hey, uh, my uh, our Super Bowl tradition for years has always been an abalone McMuffin on Super Bowl morning or wow. football Sunday, for that matter. But that's not going to happen for the foreseeable future. 
Why? Because of the pandemic well, or abalone? Abalone's closed. Oh, jeez. Well, what go? Yeah, I, I need a little bit more here, Dan. What's on an abalone McMuffin? Toasted English muffin with butter, a fried egg, a nice piece of abalone pounded and and covered with Ritz crackers, and then a little oh. sprinkle some chili sauce from our buddy Chili Dave down in Oakland from the Raiders tailgate. <laughs> Ooh, that see, I'm not a big abalone guy, but I would absolutely eat that. That sounds fantastic. Oh, there's nothing like it. Wow, so that <laughs> is your it. tradition. Um, what are you going to substitute for the abalone? Are, are, are you not even having the party because of that? Tofu. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, I don't believe you. I, I'm, I'm not to lose you guys on Comp Shukai. I'll just uh, listen to the rest of the show. Thanks for putting it on. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Dan. Love it. Wow, that's exciting. I, I do want to announce um, he did um, acknowledge it. Um, a great new child in the world, Danny McDonald and Meg Pellman. Talk about two local families, Jared. Sports families. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, wow. So cars, insurance. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's a there's a couple other good ones on here. So just like I, I'll just kind of round it out because because I've given you guys have gotten the top three at this point. So. Uh, number four was streaming services. So think like Netflix, Amazon, those, those types of places. Um, wireless telecom providers was next after that. Uh, so like your AT&T, Verizon, those types of things. Motion pictures was number six. Laundry detergent, seven. Electronics was eight. Curious what that actually entailed. And then snacks being number nine. And then political ads actually was the 10th huh. most, 10th uh, highest category. Jer, add up real quick in that list, how many things there have something to do with electronics, computers, or phones? Or, you know, that world of... of um, of high tech, didn't you? Isn't it like four of them, and you separated them? Where you just? I mean, it depends on how how much you want to categorize these. Like, I think there's six that could be in that in that group. That's what maybe, I thought. Maybe five. And to to think to think um to think that laundry detergent holds its own just as a separate kind of soap. You know, over over cell phones. I mean, that's amazing. I, I never. I mean, Tide's got some good commercials. <laughs> if you if you look back, Tide's got some good stuff. I have no doubt. Let's see who's on. <laughs> Call you're on the air. All right, guys. Uh, so, <laughs> go ahead. This will be this will be interesting to see what happens this year because Budweiser is not going to do any Budweiser commercials. Like obviously, Anheuser Busch will do other commercials, but Budweiser themselves will not do their quintessential, uh, you know, Super Bowl commercial. I believe Pepsi is not doing a commercial this year. And a few other of the big names that you've mentioned, Jerry, are going to hold out this year due to, I guess, the, the you know, COVID or whatever. They're just not going to put forth the, the, the advertising. So what would fill in those gaps? What, are you, are you saying... 
Are you saying that they don't have enough money to advertise or, or they just don't think the return? I mean, if, if, if Noah predicts double the amount of people are going to watch this game, why aren't we getting double the amount? Why would they not advertise this year? You think it'd be the year they would advertise? I don't have the exact reasoning in front of me. I could look it up and, or Jerry could, but I, I know that like, like Pepsi is not going to be like PepsiCo will not do a Pepsi commercial, but there's, there will be Frito-Lay. There'll be other stuff that PepsiCo owns. Same with Budweiser. But for whatever reason, they're holding back their, their main brand from the advertising, uh, which is, I think, going to be interesting, uh, to say the least, for, you know, you know what, what's going to fill those gaps? What's going to plug in in those spots? Well, and Do you know why, Jer? I, I, well, I can't say why, but on this topic, I, I did a little bit of research. I have some num- I have some first-timers <laughs> no, that are going to be no doing way. their first-ever Super Bowl ads. Oh, boy. So, so, so going off of this idea, another big one, Coke has decided they're sitting this year out. They yeah. will. They will not have an ad. But CBS, who's the company that is, or CBS Interactive, who's who's carrying the Super Bowl, has said they're sold out of ad space. So here's a few, and I think this tracks with, uh, with the, this year and and kind of what's been going on with the pandemic. Chipotle is going to run their first Super Bowl ad ever. Mm-hmm. DoorDash, okay. the food delivery service, is going to run their first Super Bowl ad ever. Yep. Uh, let's see. Where are some other ones? Vince, here? every time, uh, every time you call, Vince, whatever you're saying, you are spurring callers to call. I love it. The phones are ringing. Well, they were. Now, now they're not. Next time someone calls, there, I'm, I'm going to take it. But you, no worries, no worries. Chair, so, so why? Really quickly, then, really quickly, then, just so I can get this in before I get, you know, maybe not in for the rest of the show. I'm taking the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Just, just so we're, yeah, I get my prediction out there for everybody. By how many? You got to do better than that. I got another call. Uh, 20, 28, 24. Take the call. You guys like, are great. Thanks. I like it. Thanks, Vince. By how many? You got to do better than that. You're on the air. Hi. So I want to bring it back to something, a point that was being made by Jerry a little bit ago. Yeah. What did you say? There's like six different categories in that top 10 that all have to do with electronics. Telecom, yeah, roughly. communication. Yeah, roughly, you could stuff. say that. I'd these say there are five or six categories. These are things that didn't exist. During our lifetimes, Jim, things that life was simpler and we didn't have all those things. And now those are the big businesses that are pouring all that money into all the advertising for the Super Bowl. How much, which, which, which are those six categories, please, Jerry? Uh, the six categories are uh, computers, streaming services, cell phones, electronics, and maybe you could put motion pictures in there. So it's four or five. I'm not. No, you know, I think I think motion pictures. We had motion pictures. I think we got to take okay. those. So four, those four. Okay. Other then I would then I would say phones. it's four: computers, streaming services, cell phones, and electronics. Now, when when uh, Jim, I know how old you are. Yeah. When we were in high school, same year. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you had this, but I know we had like a, a computer, a, a teacher that had some computer stuff, and it was like we had this big kind of like weird keyboard thing that made tape made a tape <laughs> for you Did that you could put do input with i think you're a little a little younger than me there was no computers in 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 my high school they, it, they weren't there yet uh, we barely had them in college 
No, but, it wasn't even a computer, but it was this thing yeah. about how to, how, what, you know, ones and, and zeros and and how you got this tape. This tape came out, and it was just like, we didn't really have the computer. We just had this. I, I still can't believe that. I understand why cell phones and whatever else, Jerry, the ones you said, the categories, I understand why they're in there. I don't understand why laundry soap is is as popular as as cell phones to, for advertising. It must be a bigger industry than I ever thought it was. <laughs> I guess. I, I, it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's I'm funny. I'm reading about so the, there was the a leak. Lift, you know? okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Another call. Let me take anyway. it, Burton. Ta-ta. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, I'd like to remind you that uh, Budweiser and all that, Anheuser-Busch, it's not Anheuser-Busch. It's Stellar Artois. It's owned by a European company. What is? The largest. Oh? What is owned by a European? Budweiser. It's owned by Stellar Artois. Yeah, that, you lost me there, Jared. Jared, can you confirm that? I, I, I didn't know that. So I, I'll take the caller's the caller's word for that. I, I did not know it, that Anheuser Busch was owned by somebody, but I, I, I have no reason to doubt it. I, yeah, is not an American company. It's owned by one of the largest uh, alcohol owning companies, Stellar Artois, and yeah. they make beer. You know, I've certainly seen that beer, but they own Budweiser. Huh. They own all these other companies. You know, wine, wine companies, and you know other alcohols, oh, everything. Yeah, They're, yeah. Thanks That's for th- it's okay. not an American company. Thanks for that update. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's interesting. I didn't know. I, I mean, Anheuser Busch is still um, a company, and it must be owned by somebody else. That simple. Um. So, Jim, de- keeping down my Super Bowl road here because I'm just I'm I'm deep in the weeds now. I have a I have a list of leaked Super Bowl ads that are going to be played during this year's Super Bowl. Wait, d- define this again. Leaked Super Bowl ads? You mean I have a leak? I have a list of leaked ads in terms of things that are and this not necessarily leaked. I think some ads do get shown a little bit beforehand. But do you have oh, any oh, interest oh. knowing about any of the ads that are going to be played during this year's Super Bowl? Well, are they still doing? Is, did you say Fritos are, are not doing an ad? Uh, I do, I did not say that one way or the other. I don't yeah, recall cause, them. Cause, you know, Fritos had this I, th- thing where where they had the general public sending in ideas or, or videos or something. So no, I, I don't know. I, I would like to know some of the leaked ones. Who, who's got a good one? So, Okay, so here's a good one, and this is something that we actually talk about. Where Budweiser is not doing an ad, but but uh, but Bud Light is who is owned by the same parent company is doing one. So Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade is going to be doing an ad this year, and ah. the the ad is going to depict a wedding party with lemons coming down from the sky, causing destruction and ruining the wedding party as a metaphor for 2020, basically. <laughs> And the catchphrase of the ad is going to be, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Wow. That's a good, that, that's, that's a good concept. So bigger than that, though, so we're saying that, that Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, whoever owns it, that's not my point. We are to the point now with gluten-free alcohol that it's trumping a beer commercial? 
Seltzer's a big deal. I drank no, no, a seltzer before the show. <laughs> no, I know, but I never thought it would trump beer on Super Bowl Sunday as, as an as an advertising thing. Or they must it think it has found its own niche. Like it has absolutely yeah. found its found its own niche. So it's really big. Yes, a- hmm. absolutely. absolutely. And you're you're categorizing all the gluten free, the seltzers, the ciders, or you're just saying just the seltzer. No seltzer. I'm talking specifically about seltzers. Flavored seltzer water, alcohol, hard flavored seltzers. Wow. Yeah. Here's here's another one. Uh, Pringles is going. So Pringles, you know the chip, the dude with the mustache. Pringles is going to be running a Super Bowl ad uh, called Space Return, where astronauts <laughs> are so wrapped up in eating Pringles, they're going to miss their return flight to Earth. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, li- I'm It's I'm, crazy. I, I'm really laughing a little bit it's here bizarre. because I, I couldn't believe it when I was at work. Uh, oh, chair. I'm going to say this and then take one more call. I like trying these 30-second calls. Someone brought Pringles to where I work, and I thought they were dead. They're, they're live and well. Oh, they're, they're alive and well. Pringles are alive and well. Caller, you've got 30 seconds. We've got to check off, but I want to get, get go for oh, it. The big, the big leak ad is Joe Montana doing the Guinness ad. For this year? Yeah. There's one nice. for you, Jer. So nice. say that again. Joe, Joe Montana. Montana doing Guinness. Wow, that that's that's a good one. He's thank, been in thank, a few. Thanks for the ads. call. There's... He does a good job. I I think he picks and chooses his stuff a little bit more. But I'm looking looking forward to for that one for sure. Huh. Uh, that'll be good. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna watch Super Bowl. I'm gonna have a good time. I, I might get together with some friends. I may not. Still kind of working out working out those plans. But uh, it should be a good time either way. Oh, we Are got, you going to watch the game? We got one minute. I just realized we have one minute. I will record the game because it's outdoor time for me, and and that's, um, it's going to infringe on nap and outdoor time on a Sunday. So, but I will watch. I'll speed through it. Um, I'll watch the scoring events. I'll watch the commercials. But nah, that's that's the best I can do. The only one reason I ever had Super Bowl parties to get your friends together. <laughs> I think I'll have it on. Like I will watch it, but I will probably not watch it super engaged. But I, I will. I think it'll be kind of my passive entertainment for three hours, or some, um, something along those lines. Fifteen seconds, caller, go for it. Oh boy! Uh, I okay. Th- this is about gluten content in in beer and alcohol. I didn't have time to look it up on the internet, but it's got to be really tiny because gluten is a protein. And that's just not going to be a part or any major part of, of a finished alcohol product. We got to go. That's and, a great perspective. Okay, thanks. I, I, that's a whole nother conversation. But sure. Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, but yeah, thanks for everyone for listening to the, to the sports phone today, tonight, uh, Super Bowl edition. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how much post game we're going to do for the Super Bowl next week, <laughs> but it'll be, uh, it'll be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for everyone for the call. Made the sports phone what it is. Jim, let's uh, let's give it back to you. We'll be back next week, February twelfth. Thank you, Noah Gold, uh, for being our, yeah. our our most frequent interview. Thank you, Vince Lee, for be our most frequent call. Everybody, that's what makes sports phone. Thanks, Tim.
This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.